Hello. Hello from the other side. Here we are. <laughs> Whole new world, brand new day. <sighs> Talking about the same old thing, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys, what a weekend. What, what a week. week. Yeah. It was, what a week and a weekend. It's true. It's true. I. It's like I can't even remember it anymore. Maybe I'm... <laughs> I'm blocking it out already. I don't know. It was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. I I know, I don't know about you guys, but I spent election day and the day after the election, I'm like, I can't watch these returns. I can't watch, you know, the teeter totter back and forth. I just fully dove in to Hallmark movies. It was just on 24 hours in my house, Hallmark or Lifetime. It was the only thing. It was the only thing I could stomach. But uh, I watched a lot of good movies though. So that was, there was that plus nice. sides. Yeah. I like, I, yeah, I was so throughout the week, just, I needed a release every so often. So I had to tune in. I, I actually made, we can talk about the movie later, but on election night, I don't know why I decided to watch Holly and Ivy. Oh no, <laughs> Erica, which I knew the plot. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? So we can talk about it later, but. Oh my God. You're probably. Like, that's pretty intense. I know you're probably the only one who has braved it so far. Yeah. I mean, we'll chat about it, but I just needed, I just needed to turn my mind off to something mm. that I know, you know, would get my mind off of things. So maybe a catharsis. Yes, for sure. But we I, made it. Yeah. I mean, I was fully the opposite of you guys. I watched the news from Monday to right now when we're recording watched <laughs> every return i was online all the time i mean i am a disaster oh. like my friend when um when the election was called by all the networks my f- best friend from childhood texted me and was like you need to get off your couch and, and take a shower now <laughs> it's over she was like you're done you need to take a shower I watched every second so what was your you what know. was your channel of choice or were you flipping between a few I was flipping between CNN and MSNBC but I mean a lot of the information I got was online yeah. like because there are so many reporters and stuff online who kind of had like more up-to-date information Mm -hmm. like I was up the night that the night that Trump started losing in Georgia it was like 1 30 in the morning here and I was awake because I didn't sleep this week and I was on Twitter and I saw that he didn't have a lead anymore. And I called my mother at four. Oh, I didn't call her. I texted her at four 30 in the morning in Cleveland. I was like, she'll see this when she wakes up, you know, no big deal. She called me immediately because she had slept all week either. And so we were both just like delirious and checking in all week. It was wild. I, and I'm, I would just like to say, I do not recommend this. It was (laughs) psychotic and awful and i'm so very tired but i couldn't help myself we we should have had a party line because my mom was actually the same way my mom was she oh yeah well because my mom also she works for a strategic planning company which is you know works for the elections like the local elections. so 
always on election night, they're usually always together and they're watching the, the local results mm-hmm. come in and they did like a zoom thing, her office, but it wasn't the same, obviously, but my mom, she, I called her, uh, Wednesday morning and she's like, I went to bed at six in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. And maybe for like half an hour, yeah. like she doesn't sleep normally. That's how she is. But you know, anytime, if I, if it was late, I could call her too, you know, cause I know she was up watching. And so, but you know, it's all hopefully going to be good guys. Well, and you know, Dory, I am, even though I don't envy you the journey, <laughs> I am envious that you witnessed it all. You know what I mean? And you weren't yeah. hiding in denial. Like I was, you know, you weren't no pushing no. it away. And, like what, uh, what were you doing when it got called? Because I, I was watching a lot. Like, I, you know, when I was working on my laptop with CNN streaming and I was like watching, cause I'm like, I want to be there. I'm going to be watching live when they call it. And then of course I go to the grocery store to go get food. And as I'm unloading it, my texts start going off and it's like, it's called. And I was like, damn it. Like I wanted to like see the news do it. You know, obviously there's replays, but it wasn't the same, but like, yeah, I was I wasn't watching TV, but I was online and I was on Twitter. And so I saw all of a sudden, I mean, all I did was refresh Twitter the past week and all of a sudden it was like CNN just called it. ABC just called it. And I was like, oh, my God. And so I called my mom and we were just like just running down everything that happened. And she actually was in an all day meeting on Saturday. So she couldn't even really talk, but she was like, Oh, thank you for telling me. Cause she, you know, she was in her meeting bubble. Um, so I broke the news to her and then I went and watched. Um, and also like Pasadena where I live is pretty quiet, but like all of a sudden like horns were honking and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this is really happening. Did you dance in the streets anywhere yesterday? There was no dancing in the streets. Um, But I live in kind of a quieter part of town. Um, It seems that all the celebrations were in West Hollywood. And Silver Lake Um, too. Watch. (laughs) Yeah. Silver Lake was. Dancing on cars. Yeah. Dancing on cars. It was Sunset Boulevard. I got stuck. I had to like go to my, the vet to pick up some meds and I got stuck. I mean, happily, I'm so glad I got stuck in a parade, a joy parade going down where so fun. people had people that were dancing in the street and just cheering mm-hmm. and on skateboards. And this one guy was like surfing on the top of a car, like teen wolf with a big American flag. <laughs> people were like hanging out of all their sunroofs and like cheering like footloose. And then, uh, at one point though, because so Sunset Boulevard, it's a four lane street, you know, it's like two east, two westbound or whatever. And the westbound lane, there was so many people in the street that eventually it got smaller and smaller till it was one lane and you were driving through a gauntlet of people. <laughs> oh my God. So like, scary. Like, yes, yeah, like, you know, like, like a celebrity drive, like, I don't know if you saw the Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, I, I did. Saw that, yeah. yeah. Where she's like driving through the crowd of people, but that's what was like what the, everybody was doing. So I'm just like in my car, I had my windows down. Cause I was just, I had a, like a, that was my, 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 since I didn't have anyone in the car with me, I. I had like, I made on the fly, like a celebration Spotify playlist and I had my windows <laughs> nice. down and I was cranking it. And, um, 
So that I was just like, oh, dancing in the street, like dancing in the, or like I'm walking on sunshine. And I'm like, driving through, but I'm like white knuckling it through this like gauntlet of people. I'm like, yeah. don't hit anyone. Don't hit anyone. <laughs> it's like, but uh, I, awesome. I mean, and it was impromptu and I'm, it was terrifying, but also so fun. And I'm glad I stumbled upon it. Cause otherwise I don't know if I would have, yeah, know, it's COVID man. I'm not going yeah. <laughs> to. Yeah, I mean, you guys, there were celebrations in like every city in London. They <laughs> I know. had fireworks in Paris. In they Paris. were ringing church bells. And I was I know. like, you know, it's bad when there's other countries. I mean, they know. So today is Sunday. So we're talking about yesterday, even though it feels like a million uh, yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're a Hallmark podcast. <laughs> And this is our, should we transition to our second bracket? I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's I crazy. Think we, I think we should, but yeah. I do want to say one thing really quick. Like yeah. we talk about um, diversity and representation a lot on this podcast. So I mm-hmm. think we'd be remiss not to talk about Kamala Harris now being our vice president. Like there For is sure. no greater, besides being president, there is no greater representation I know that we always talk about how we're just a Hallmark podcast and like, you know, it's, it's entertainment, but the reason that we talk about representation so much is like, I know you all have seen on social media, all these little girls looking at Kamala Harris, like in awe and you can just see on their faces, like a new world has been opened up to them a new dream (laughs) has been opened up to them and that matters and like that's why we talk about the things that we do on this podcast and you know I know people get annoyed sometimes um I've seen a couple reviews (laughs) that say say as much and frankly I don't give a shit yeah Um, you know that's why we talk about this because it it is important and we are three women career women and this matters it's important it's huge and i couldn't be happier yeah yeah it it doesn't matter in my opinion what your what party you lie with this is a big freaking deal yep and if you have a daughter no matter if you're a republican i hope you're pointing out to your daughter, that could be you someday. Right. Look at, look at that. You know, that's historic. And it's just amazing. Like, I'm so happy to witness it. I have friends who have daughters and like, they all texted and said, you know, this is something I'm so happy I get to share with my daughter. And I hope that this is just the beginning of them knowing they can do anything. They can do anything. And now there's someone that has shown them that, yes, you can do anything. It's still baffling to me when they were, I mean, in everything that was going on yesterday when they were like, oh, and also, hey, we have a female VP. Like, it, it's still shocking to me that we've never had a female in office, like like a, a president or a VP. It's just like, it just it's a reminder of how far we still have to go, honestly. <laughs> like, and totally. Um, and how it's like, you know, I'm 41 years old. How have I been okay? I mean, I haven't been okay with it, but like, why haven't I been more not okay with it until this moment? You know, why did I just accept it as, well, that's just the way it is, you know? Right. 
Right. Cool. Well, and that's why it's important to see these things because yeah. eventually you just accept it. If you're not seeing yeah. something, you just accept that that's life and that's fine. And you internalize it even if you don't realize it. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't even consciously realize what you accept until you see these mm-hmm. kids and you hear, like, innocent children, like, oh, there's a woman who's vice president. Like, they say it like it's a huge revelation because they've literally never seen it before. So they have no concept that that can happen. That's, yeah. that's, an issue (laughs) that's a problem so being able to see and especially to see her like yeah I really like that she is a stepmother like she found love later in her life she is like a proud aunt it like there's so much there and there's so much representation there because there's also there are also issues of like who we lift up as our as women we idolize right you know like it's not always single women in their 50s who did not have children who did not have a family who focused on their career like that's not always who is lifted up and to see her just like get it it's incredible I'm so happy and we have a the first what what it, what what would her husband be called? What is he? The first second gentleman, second, I guess, is what they're saying now. The second Aww. gentleman, who's also a Jewish man. A Jewish, even man. that's like a big deal, you know. For Sounds sure. very real. I mean, for so. sure. Think about that. Like, there's never been a Jewish president, vice president, spouse of. Like, it's all crazy that it t- it's 2020 and it took us this long to get here. But man. It's, I think it is something to be celebrated. And I mean, I had people messaging me about Kamala who are not necessarily like progressive would not, they wouldn't, they might consider themselves more centrist or even like conservative leaning who were like, you know what? It's awesome that there's a female VP like this is long overdue. And that made me really happy. I hope that people can keep that in mind because there's a lot of I mean, we're living in a full circus right now, so there's a lot of sideshows going on. But I hope that, like, everyone will take a minute and just, like, sit with how historic this is, if you haven't already, because, I mean, it's huge. Well, and Dory, just personally, I don't know if you remember. I'm sure you remember. I don't know why I introduced it that way. I absolutely know you remember. Four years ago, we recorded, it was probably our second or third episode of this podcast ever. Yeah. And it was the day after the election. Um, that was we a bad day. <laughs> it was, I just remember how hard it was to record that day and talking about Hallmark when, and how we spent like an hour before we started recording talking about how upset we were. Mm-hmm. Basically, like we had almost had our first woman president and yep. we got Dodo Man and whiny baby bully man. And I remember you talking about how scared you were for, for, you know, your people, basically for Mm -hmm. non-white Americans. And, you know, you were absolutely right Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be scared. I will tell you right after he won, I have a friend who lives in San Francisco. She's Indian. She's from born in New Jersey, from New Jersey. And though, like, 
a week or two after he was elected, she had a scarf on her head because it was cold and she was like out for a run and someone threw a drink at her and yelled at her and told her to go back to where she came from. And, you know, that happened in San Francisco. People talk about, you know, the bright blue California. This happened in San Francisco in the city, in the middle of the city. So when people talk about, you know, the policies, like to me, this presidency was never about policies. Mm -hmm. This was never about Republicans. This was never about Democrats. This was about humanity because people who looked like me were being persecuted from the second he got into office. So, you know, it's been four years, quite frankly, of fear. And like, it started that day when we were talking about it, Mel, like it started that day. So, and I mean, to be honest, until he goes, like, I'm still pretty much on edge and nervous, Mm -hmm. but you know, I think it is important to (laughs) remind everyone that like, there are, we all live in different Americas. Right. And like a lot of people are relieved that Trump is gone. And I think that's wonderful. But like a lot of people have been really scared (laughs) these past four years. It's been really exhausting emotionally. Um, And so I just want to say to all those people out there who have been carrying a lot internally these past four years, like, I see you, I feel it too. Take a deep breath, celebrate, watch some Hallmark movies. Hopefully Mm -hmm. the worst of it is over because it's been really, really, really hard. For sure. And I think, I think what's also important to remember is yes, I tried to celebrate this weekend, but I also realized there's still so much work that needs to get done. Mm, The fact that we were so close. Exactly. You know, and like what happened to your friend in San Francisco, just because Biden became president, stuff like that is still going to happen. But at least under him, I have hope. I have hope that- (laughs) you know, unity can happen. And, you know, that speech he gave was great. And the whole time I was listening to it, I was just thinking if the roles were reversed, nothing like that, no kind of hope would come out of that guy's mouth. Never. So never. I just hope that he keeps spouting messages like that. And hopefully it sinks into people and that's all we can do. Oh man. So let's let's chat about some movies, girl. So let's do it. So this is our second bracket matchup. We, we still have so far to go, just number two. We chose on Lifetime Christmas Yule blog. Uh, we, and it's going up against Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater on Hallmark. So both just aired this past weekend. Should we get to it? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So I'm going to start with Christmas Yule blog since it aired first on Friday. So the synopsis for the Christmas Yule blog, Caroline Williams, a well-known social media travel writer, is given the assignment to cover a hundred-year-old Christmas parade in the small town of Carte de Amor, New Mexico. Not excited about the assignment, Caroline goes anyway and meets a high school music teacher, Oscar Ortiz, who who introduces her to a side of Christmas that she has never seen with different traditions and meanings In the 12 days before Christmas, Caroline falls in love with Christmas all over again and finds true love for herself. 
starring Sarah Koenig, Zach Santiago. There it is. That was long. It was a long description. Mm-hmm. Quite. Very wordy. So I'm was I'm I take responsibility for this movie ending up on this matchup <laughs> on the bracket because I'm a big Sign Seal Deliver fan, mm-hmm. uh, new to the franchise, but a very big fan. And Zach Santiago, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, is in Science Seal Delivered. He's like a side character that appears in various episodes named Ramon. And so I wanted to see him as a lead, a, a romantic lead. Um, I mean, I don't know if I should just continue talking. Yeah, I want to hear how you felt about it. This was extremely hard for me to get through. Like I had to really push to get through this movie. And I was angry to tw- uh, texting you guys about it. <laughs> whole time which i apologize for um i just found it so you know what i found the location to be interesting so she's supposedly in new mexico although it was filmed in british columbia um but i found that interesting i liked the scenery i liked the different traditions which you know she's like making tamales and she's you know there's a good ugly poncho parade that's all interesting but this movie was to me so boring, number one, and also like annoying. Like the lead to me was very unlikable. And there was just like a lot of dead air in this movie. There was a lot of just kind of like big old pauses while they were talking that just made it feel flat. The whole thing about her being a writer, a travel writer, and she's there to do this blog, but she never writes. She just like, makes videos where she says like the corniest cheesiest like who is writing that dialogue for her it's not good it's like the most basic disc- like with that time where she's like omg i think i'm at a loss for words i'm like you just you just said that and put it on a blog like that's disgusting and the one where she's like and how did it taste did i say yum i just was like i wanted to punch her i just hated her and the fact that she's she's a travel so she, her her job both basically is she i mean she's a travel writer so she's supposedly and she's supposedly really good and well known so she supposedly travels and writes about it but like so she gets sent to this town and she's so snotty the minute she gets there she's so condescending and she's like ordering fancy coffee at the B&B and like it's like it's actually it's it seems like she has never traveled before in her entire life it's like oh do you go everywhere and act like a you know it, it was just like I just she's just turning her nose up at everything it just made me angry at her <laughs> and I never really got over it and then there's like this I mean I don't know how far you want me to go keep going but, I'm loving this so then there's this like side romance with a chef <laughs> who's like a lot he, he's in love with his with a longtime friend the school librarian and he's like I just am so afraid to tell her how I feel because I don't want to lose her. She doesn't feel the same way. And this bitch, like, just, like, outs him in front of her. (laughs) Like, doesn't, you know, like, it was, like, puts him on the spot and outs him and, and, like, forces him to say something to her, which is, like, you don't do that. You don't do that to a person because what if she didn't feel the same way? You know, like, you, I don't know. It just was so rude. It's like, you know what? I would take her aside, test the waters. And then if you could, if you know both of them are into each other, then you maybe you do that. I don't know. I just, I found her 
to be so obnoxious. Also, she arrives in town in like an old train, like she's headed to Hogwarts. Like, what the hell? What? The- <laughs> where is this town where you're like, I? It's just, I hated this movie. <laughs> I, I hate it. I, I mean, I thought the lead was cute. I thought he was very handsome. I liked when he's his singing was great. I liked his outfits were very cute. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, I just don't know. I don't know anything to, po- <laughs> I, I'm struggling for a positive. So, oh my God. And there was a, there was a secret Santa. I was so upset when there was like, when they're like a, a Santa, undercover Santa arrived. I'm like, Dory's going to kill me. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh. Anyway, sorry. The, the end for now. <laughs> Erica, how did you feel? Well, guys, I'm going to be real honest. You didn't watch it, did you? Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. We just came off talking about celebrating. Celebrate I did. And I got pretty drunk on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I came home. And okay, I have Spectrum cable. And the crappiest thing about Spectrum is when you set a recording on one TV, it doesn't automatically record on the other TV. So I put the recording in our guest room and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch it there. I want to watch it in the living room. And so I started the recording like 40 minutes into it. And so I'm drunk, mind you. And I'm like, okay, I'll just start from the middle and see what happens. So I started about to the point where they were like having a, uh, they were baking and they were like throwing. Oh, the worst. So and then bad. I, and then like probably 10 minutes, actually Casey sat down for a second to watch and he's like, nope, out, this is awful. And so he walked out and then I was just like, this is awful. Like, I don't even want to see the beginning. So I probably got about 20 minutes in, which is, I think when Mel texted, this is awful. So then I'm just <laughs> like, I don't want to watch this. If this is the recommendation I'm getting from Mel. And then I turned it off and then I watched Cause ugly, or I'm sorry, kiss a guy in the sweater, Christmas sweater was starting. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll watch that. And maybe I'll come back to this one. And then, it, today, and then today I did for another five minutes. I'm like, nope, I'm out. Can't do it. And so I was just like, I, I only came back. Cause I was like, you know, like I, I'm going to do this podcast and I don't want to sound like I'm not, you know, being a team player, but I just, I couldn't do it. It was bad. You know, that scene you mentioned. So yeah. I, I do get annoyed with the constant flower fights when they're baking cookies in these movies. This this movie took it to a whole nother level of disgusting where they're, so they're making tamales and he's like mashing meat onto her nose. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever that was, like beans. I don't know, but it was like gross. I, didn't, I know. I saw the, cute. I saw the part you talked about where she outs um, the chef to the girl. And I was even like, what? Like that came out of nowhere. Like, she just put him on the spot but yeah and then I saw the part where they instead of doing Christmas lights they had a whole montage of opening up paper bags and putting dirt in them and then candles um excuse me like we don't know what luminaries are like like, come on I know and like I get it that's what they were setting up but like you can't make paper brown bags sexy or romantic it's just like (laughs) scooping sand out of a sack and I'm like I like the tradition it was cool to learn about like whatever but 
the only thing I was thinking about was who's the poor sucker who's got to light those candles every night. That must take a long time instead of just switching on a Christmas light, you know, display. So yeah, I just, I don't, I mean, I figured I could guess what happened, but no, I just couldn't do it. It was sorry. Sorry. No, you made the right choice. Can fire me from the pod. Dory thoughts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Like I feel so stupid because I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, Doria always maybe, seems best. maybe you were drunk too but you were like the good drunk where you're like this is great I know maybe I was just like in a celebratory mood but I didn't think it was that bad like I didn't have any problems finishing it um sure there was there were a lot of things wrong with it but I didn't think it was that bad I was like okay I mean I, I, I didn't think she was that annoying. I mean, sure. Her white chocolate mocha demands and her Wi-Fi issues were annoying, but no more annoying than another heroine from the city. I didn't think she was any more annoying than others. I like, I really did not think it was that bad. Like I (laughs) was watching it like, oh you know when we get to hour two I'm gonna really start hating this like Mel hated it like I'm really gonna think this is terrible and I did not have a problem with it I mean I liked the paper bag light tradition (laughs) no I thought the tradition was cool I just like it was just a weird montage of (laughs) sand like I feel so crazy because like I didn't think it was that bad. I liked the little kid. The little kid who kept going, let's talk about writing. I'm like, we haven't seen her write one thing. (laughs) I don't think she's actually a writer. Yes, there were some inconsistencies, of course. She was a, it was a vlog. It wasn't a blog, that's for sure. I didn't, I mean, if we want to go to like New Mexico and eat some tamales, like that, I thought that B&B when they pulled up, I thought that looked so cool. I mean, and if I've got to have Santa in a movie, I'll take New Mexican Santa. He was so cute. What about the part towards the end where like the woman calls with the, like the, she's like, I'm offering you your dream job. I'm calling about the dream job. I'm like, And I'll see you the day after Christmas. I did have a note about that. I took notes for this. It seems like a parody. It's like they're parodying Hallmark movies. Like I'm calling about that dream job. (laughs) but you'll never have Christmas again. (laughs) Okay. The end. I, I did hate the end, not them getting together. Spoiler alert. She like moves to the small town and they get together. But no, when she, (laughs) when, when she was at the train station and that lady and all of a sudden people start stepping off in ugly Christmas ponchos, I was like, okay, this is the dumbest ending I've ever seen in my life. And (laughs) the girl was like, all my friends are shopping for Christmas ponchos now. And I was like, are they? And are you? (laughs) It was so weird. I also 
do not care for romance like during Christmas carols. I'm so sorry. I can't get over it. And when they were looking into each other's eyes, singing, and she's Silent singing Night, along, she's like mouthing, crown you oh, virgin. Weird. <laughs> weird. It, it sounded like she was harmonizing with him or something. I wanted to jump off a bridge. That, <laughs> that was terrible, but I did not think it was that bad. If you had to grade it, what grade would you give it? I mean, I'd give it a C. Okay. Plus, no. maybe? Mel? Oh, F. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess D And Erica, incomplete. Incomplete. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad I didn't finish it. Don't, no. it don't feel bad. It's definitely not, you know, a classic. I just, we just heard a rant for the ages from Mel. I, I have can't. never heard her like- But she this, said, like, OMG. Strongly. When she was like, OMG, this reporter, this writer's at a loss for words. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, sorry. Zero's backing me up. Yeah. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe it was the no, mood Mel. I was in. No, you are, have every right to your opinion. And it doesn't I, always have to be sunshine and rainbows. I, I just, mean, I thought that rant was glorious. I've never heard Mel go off on a movie like that. I should have timed it. That was so... <laughs> I mean, I, I will say I enjoyed your rant about the movie more than the movie. <laughs> what if, so, okay. I, I swear to God, I'm going to let it go soon. But like the part where she, she's like, I didn't pack the right clothing. What clothing did she pack? I was still trying to, to figure that one out. Cause she was just like wearing a white button down and pants. And it's like, well, I thought maybe it was like, oh, because it's hot there. And she was expecting cold weather. But then she like goes and buys a bunch of cold weather clothes. So I'm like, okay, maybe she packed cold weather, which packed hot weather, thinking it was gonna be hot, but it was actually like, you know, 50s at night. I don't know. I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand that whole plot point. Listen, were there inconsistencies? Yes. But didn't it make you want to go to New Mexico? Yeah. I've never been. And I think Absolutely. it looked really cool. And I mean, I liked all the music. Yep. You know, I, agree. I thought it was cute. I agree about <laughs> all that part. I do. But I think the traditions were interesting. I, I just wish it had been written better. I don't know. I wish, I just wish it was, hadn't been terrible, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You didn't like that they did a community Christmas tree. I thought that was cute. It was fine. All... But, <laughs> but when he was like, peace on earth, I wish for peace on earth every year. I was like, shut up. Like, I, <laughs> so lame. I don't know. Wow. I, just, I thought all, it just, I thought all of the dialogue was like heavy handed and like bad. And I don't know. I just really hated it. I mean, I, I can't, I don't know how to express it. You didn't like New that, Mexican Santa Claus, though. I was. I loved New Mexico. I loved that. Was to me the best part about it was the, the different location, the different traditions. Dory's just trying to find, or <laughs> trying to make Mel find a positive, and Mel's just like, I don't want to find one. There wasn't one. <laughs> Leave me alone. I just I can't make know. me do it. And at the end where she's like, I just can't give up Christmas. I'm going to take Christmas. I don't, I just, uh, uh. listen, yes. The whole, the whole like premise of her blog 
and really her even being there essentially she went there because her boss wanted her to get the christmas spirit and carry it with her throughout well, the year that's her yeah questionable and her boss wanted her to go to her boss's hometown to hang out with her boss's family <laughs> what <laughs> like i mean now that you're mentioning these things yes like <laughs> oh god now <laughs> mel's turning door there are there are issues like i'm not you know stupid i see that there are issues i just didn't think it was that bad i mean i guess maybe i liked it because it was just it was different it mm -hmm. was different we have not seen any of that before yeah in these movies it's been years since I saw a light in a paper bag. You know, like it was, and I'll take tamale, tamale making over cookie baking. Come yeah, on. I will too, but I will not take someone smashing meat on someone's <laughs> face. Uh, or maybe, beans. Maybe Dory was just delusional from no sleep and she was just like, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm watching, but I like it. I thought it was cute. I don't know what to say. I kept waiting for the moment when I would hate it and it never came. Well, I'm glad because I felt so guilty when I was watching it. I was like, well, I, this is my fault that we're all watching this. You don't have to feel guilty. I think we do need to be more vigilant about when a movie has a Santa in it because I don't <laughs> care for that. Like, I think it is so, so dumb and such a waste of time. At least in this one, he denied that he was Santa Claus. And he wasn't like meddling, you know, like yeah. he wasn't doing anything like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't like her train. She didn't get on the train and then it broke down because Santa winked. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like she had <laughs> yeah. a change of heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well. I, I do have a question though. So, and from actually from both of these movies now I have never been in a horse-drawn carriage in my life and certainly not on a date with like actually I have been in one horse-drawn carriage when I went to go visit my niece in Kansas City and it was very fun but I've never like been on a date where I have been in a carriage with a gentleman have either of you because I'm dying to know if this is really a thing it was in I, both of these movies I have never been on a date in a in a horse drawn carriage. No, Casey's never taken you anywhere. Where in LA is there? <laughs> no, it's like somewhere on the Grove. Like where are you gonna Casey's go? Casey's from Texas. I don't know. Maybe they do that in Texas. Yeah, and what true. they did, he didn't. He did not grace me with such experience. <laughs> no, and it's a no from you, Mel. You never did that oh, yeah. in Maine. No, I mean <laughs> the only time I had a boyfriend in Maine, I was like. 16 so like <laughs> but no actually the idea of riding in a horse-drawn carriage in unless you're in a uh in la or something it's too freaking cold like you're the wind's gonna be hitting in yeah. your face and i don't care yeah. they can give me all the blankets in the world it's still too cold for that unless there's a space heater on me i'm not doing it i just watched the christmas card one of my favorites um a the last in the last few days I watched the Christmas card and there's a whole so the family in that like has their own horse-drawn carriage <laughs> you know what I'm talking about I don't know mm -hmm. if you've ever seen this one Erica this is yeah, one I remember it's like it's a pretty old one and it's uh a veteran gets a Christmas card from a, a woman who lives in a small town in like Nevada or something Nevada City I think it's like and a classic it's a classic it has um Ed Asner right 
Is that it? Asner is her dad. So he like, he gets discharged um, after his friend dies. He gets discharged and he goes to the city and he like meets her and he meets her dad. Her dad instantly was like, I love this guy because her dad's like an ex, whatever. He's also a veteran. And so the guy starts working at their like family lumber yard. Anyway, the, the whole thing is like the dad is trying to get his daughter to stop dating the douchebag like mm-hmm. wine person that she's dating and to fall in love with this dude, the veteran. So there's a scene where the, the daughter's car breaks down and he sends the veteran to pick her up in a horse-drawn carriage <laughs> But it's like snowing. It's like a yeah. full-on snowstorm. That's my hell. And I was like, how miserable is that ride back? But also they fall in love. So maybe it, maybe it's the magic. Yeah. Maybe. I'm saying there must be something about a horse-drawn carriage that just like brings people together. I mean, literally probably brings you together because you're so cold. Well, can't you do it in New York like any time of the year? Don't they just have them all the time, I thought? maybe in the um, parks i think so but i think it's not it's not like kosher to ride them i think it's kind of like i know it's like if you like if you go to thailand you're not supposed to ride the elephants because it's like elephant abuse <laughs> but mm. but i don't know maybe not <laughs> listeners listeners please weigh in and tell me if you have taken a romantic date in a horse-drawn carriage i'm dying to know if this is like something that happens like, I want to yeah. know if someone fell in love in a horse-drawn carriage or got engaged in a horse-drawn carriage. Like, I'm dying to know. When I was in high school, <laughs> the we had a very robust theater department. And they, one year, for whatever kid could wanted to go and could afford it, they took us to New York to see a bunch of plays, Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a the, the, the guy who was the lead in all the plays and then the girl that was the lead in all the plays they were dating and we were like they're so cool and then he got special permission to bring her on a horse-drawn carriage ride and we thought it was the most romantic thing so there you go i'm saying there's something about it yeah i mean he turned out to be gay (laughs) so (laughs) they are not it wasn't it it didn't last (laughs) (laughs) but at the time we all thought it was the most romantic thing we were all swooning all of our like you know all of us youngers were like wow she's so lucky man that's beautiful that was was two stories too many i should not have told either of those stories but anyway i like that story especially (laughs) how it ended (laughs) oh my gosh all right so So you'll blog I guess no feels from Mel. <laughs> no feels. Some feels from me and no feels from Erica. No. I mean, I had feels. They were just not the right kind of feels. Yeah, deadly feels. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. yeah. On to Hallmark? Let's do it. So Hallmark was Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. A plus title. Single mom Maggie is facing Christmas alone until Lucas crashes into her life and becomes an unexpected house guest. Together, they overcome Christmas while finding comfort in their growing bond. Starring Ashley Williams, Queen Ashley Williams, and Niall Mater. Yep. Um, thoughts on this one? Did you like this one better, I guess? Yeah. Now? 
oh absolutely not even in the same stratosphere okay good um i mean do you want me to start i mean i kind of overtook the last one it's okay please start so we know what we're Um, responding to this time (laughs) well the thing is i don't feel as passionately about this one so it's going to be a shorter Uh, Mm -hmm. i just i i enjoyed it um i thought it was cute i I thought it was very cute Mm -hmm. i you know i smiled from the beginning to the end i loved their the two leads i thought they had a good like they had good chemistry they had good dialogue like i thought mm-hmm. they their banter was fun they seemed to actually like each other um the kid was cute uh i mean i think though overall this was like a pretty typical hallmark movie that the i think it's the the, the two leads is what kind of elevated it for me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like with lesser uh charm <laughs> and like enthusiasm it may have been flat but i think mm-hmm. the two of them made it shine that's what i think the yeah. end i liked it too i am a sucker for any kind of military story yeah me too um i was a little surprised i thought like there would be a surprise you homecoming. know homecoming but it's okay you know i'm glad that the kids got to see their parents who were far away. Um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought they were pretty natural together. Um, there were moments where she just seems like a carefree actress, if that's a thing, like she's very natural and I feel like has fun with it. And that comes through in her performance. Um, I thought the meet, the meetup was cute. Like I'm, 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 I like that. It wasn't just the first time we meet them is like the crash. Uh, with the tree. I like that there was already that established. That's the guy with the ugly sweater. Um, I thought it was a little nuts though. Like, I guess she was just trying to, you know, make up for what she did, but talk about like hospitality. She was overextending, I thought a few times, but no, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I don't really, I didn't really write any notes because I just actually watched it. And, you know, I was coming off of my what 30 minutes on the other movie so I was just in the mood for something that just made me kind of enjoy it um yeah I liked it I thought it was cute yeah I liked it too I mean I love Ashley Williams so I I don't know I think I'd be hard-pressed to find a movie I didn't like with her in it because of her but I do feel a lot like this one I feel the same way about this one that I did about her movie last year. I forget what it's even called, but it was with um, Paul Campbell and it was the same thing. Like they made the movie, their pairing made the movie. And I felt the same way here. Um, I did like the military aspect of it. Um, They had really great banter. Like the dialogue was really good. Um, I also appreciated the depiction of burnout in this movie. Like, I think he did a really good job of playing a career guy, like in his like probably mid to late thirties who just felt burnt out. And I appreciated that because I feel like a lot of times we watch these movies and it's like, oh, I've lost my passion for x and there's no real like deep dive into why and it feels like it's glossed over a lot of times but they talked about it in this a lot like he was like 
you know, I was just in the rat race. It felt thankless. I'm exhausted. Like, I don't know what I want to do. I've lost my passion. And I just really appreciated the honesty and like the realness in that. Cause I think we've all been there where you're just like tired, you know, like you've been just working and working and working for like, and it feels thankless a lot of times and you're exhausted. I appreciated that um, depiction. Like, I think that, I think that's something that we haven't really seen before. And I also think in these movies this year, they're, I think, I don't know if it's the new leadership or what, but like, they seem to be kind of going deeper into some of these issues, right? Like we, in Deliver by Christmas, there are a lot of conversations about why dating is hard after you have had your heart broken or after like your partner dies, like- there's just a lot, there's like a little, and not too deep, like we're not going too deep, nothing crazy, but there's just like a little bit more to, I don't know, there's like a little bit more soul to some of these movies this year, which I really appreciate if any of that made sense. No, it yeah, did. It did. I mean, when he, so he's talking to his friend who he went to architecture school with and he says, I mean, like what you were saying, when he says like, no one tells you that when you get that dream job or when you like get that promotion that you wanted or whatever, that really all it is, is an extra 20 hours of work. Like, you know, like it's like all it is is more work just to like maintain it. And I felt that so hard. I'm like, that's absolutely. Cause I mean, I think what we do for a living, some people would see that as like a very interesting, desirable job. That's, you know, like, I mean, maybe not the reality TV part, but you know what I mean? Like the, working in television and then it's like yeah but you like dream of that and then you come to do it and you're like oh nobody told me it just means you're just constantly working right to, and constantly to worrying it. where your next job is yeah and yeah, like, people don't talk about that part and you're underpaid and yeah. overworked and, and there's like yeah. no safety net there's no 401k right. there's no there are no benefits there is yeah. no health anything. insurance yeah you're no. just kind of like you know, hanging on by your teeth. And it's, and then, you know, when it also starts to feel like, oh, thankless, not thankless, but like not fulfilling anymore. You know, I mean, whatever it's, Mm -hmm. they did definitely hit that accurately. I also thought it was interesting the way they were portraying. So she got divorced and she, you know, has joint custody with, with her kid and he's remarried. And it was interesting to me that they just had a really good relationship with, you know, with her ex and then the, the stepmom. And but we it's, met the stepmom. And we met the stepmom and they were like very supportive of each other. But yet it's, you could still see how it was so hard for her, even though she knows it was the right thing. And I'm, there's millions of people around that every Christmas, you know, it's not the Christmas that they get with their kid. And I'm sure that's such a hard thing. And I'm glad to see that they represented that because that's a real thing that a lot of people deal with. That was a good one. So sounds like we're putting never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater through. I mean, to me, that's the only choice. I mean, we know we, <laughs> we are clear on that and I, I don't disagree. Yep. Me too. I agree. So we'll put that one through. Yay. Congratulations. Well, congratulations, Ashley Williams. We love you. We love yes. you. She's so cute. Oh, OMG, we love you. Yum. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not She's never going to let that go. She's never going to let it go. Um, so, so did you guys watch any other movies this week? I did not. 
well, can we, but can we talk about the ones that you watched last week that I hadn't watched yet? And oh, now yeah. I did? So you watched what was last one royal holiday? I watched holiday. one royal holiday and I watched on the 12th date of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, very cute. Yeah, I was so I, I was starting to think I got to the point last week where I was like, are we are these movies all just really good or are we like, you know, when you're on an airplane and you watch a movie and for mm-hmm. some reason it like makes you like are more emotionally invested in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like the thin air or the total focus or the fact that you're in a plane. I don't know. It's like, are we just all in that headspace all the right. time now? Maybe we're like, all... is it just the quarantine talking? The quarantine, the election, the, I don't know, but like, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, well, your blog proved to me that no, that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. But so one royal holiday, which Erica, I'm assuming you have not seen yet. No. But, but you should. You absolutely like you're royal. Oh. And it's the the royal, the Hallmark Royal movies, I usually like enjoy enough. They don't really usually like make me feel much besides like, no, nah, it was fine, you know? But this one had I was tearing up at the end. The royal, the guy playing the royal is very to me, I was like swooning over him at the end. And that doesn't really happen so often to me. But like he he's just like he was such kind of a dick at the beginning of the movie but then when he kind of his walls start coming down he starts like joking with her and he just has this like dry wit that's like really funny I don't know I just found him to be extremely charming by the end Mm -hmm. it was very and they like dance at the end and it was like a pretty good dance I mean (laughs) and the the kiss is like hot yeah yeah yeah. the kiss kiss was hot. hot it I mean, I usually don't like, as as has been established, I do not like a romantic dance to a Christmas song, but I will make an exception for the Christmas waltz, which, which makes sense. Have the song, the Christmas waltz and waltz to it. Like, okay, that I can get behind. And they kind of have two dances. They have, like, they try to, oh my God, it's so good. They like try and have a little dance and they're interrupted and then they have their big dance at the end and her dress has pockets at the end her gorgeous ball gown really Um, really pretty but i really liked that this prince like a lot of times in royal movies like the royalty is idle like it's the idle rich it is like an idle royal but his like he was working like it wasn't just like he brings stop, stop being a playboy or exactly like, yeah. and i really appreciated that that you saw like a working dedicated royal also that he was like grieving and like having to step into the shoes of his father and not feeling like he could you know Um, and also like he was facing bad news at home like he was getting a lot of bad press and like he was just feeling all of it right like feeling overwhelmed that his father was gone and this was his new new role but also overwhelmed that like he wasn't ready and that's a lot of times when someone dies like you feel like you're not ready to like 
live without like you don't know life without them and so he was not ready on a lot of different levels I also loved his mother like I yeah. loved when a royal acts like a normal freaking person <laughs> and his mom's normal she was like joking and stuff she was very funny and stylish and like but she wasn't really interfering and like meddling with them you know like it was just a very mm-hmm. it was it felt like a fresh take on a trope we see a lot yeah he also wears this like white cable knit sweater (laughs) very knives out it's very knives out and it's great it's yeah it's very cute and i'm also into like all the longer hair that Mm -hmm. they've got going on like it's a Mm -hmm. lot less it's a lot more unkempt which i appreciate you know Mm -hmm. there's also good jokes and it's like they're that moment that morning where they they don't want to leave so they come running on the stairs and they're like do you see there's black ice out there oh no you know like i don't know very dangerous like, yeah it's fun it's i don't know it was very Sounds it was good. it's good erica yeah. highly recommend yeah. highly recommend. i was gonna say the only thing i was gonna say is that the crown comes out season four comes out oh in a few weeks so i will be in that royal mindset i might have to push that off until after holiday season but it's the princess die season two, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Okay. I'll check that one out. One real holiday. And then on the 12th day of, date of Christmas, I was like, I'm going to start this up, but nothing can beat one royal holiday. I mean, that was just so good. And then I was loving this movie. It was so I good. It. I loved it. So Erica, I don't this- know if we've ever seen that girl before. Have we? I didn't recognize her. Um, I'm going to look her up. I feel so bad saying that girl. I know, but it's it, it's Taylor Taylor Hines, Tyler yeah. Taylor Hines. Yeah, I know him. Um, so, and we've seen a scav- Christmas scavenger hunt movies before. I know. I really need to watch this one. This but one this was one was better. Fun. This one was fun. And it's like, I mean, and just the premise sounds ridiculous. Like they work for a company that makes scavenger hunts for like companies. You know, like large scale scavenger that's a hunts. real that's a real thing yeah. yeah i know someone who does that actually oh interesting yeah. those like digital experience companies mm-hmm. um make a lot of money yeah um mallory jansen is our lead's name and she was so adorable it was very cute and so she gets paired with our lead man and he's like very prickly and like cold and then the same thing where like he starts to open up more and then they like they have such a good rapport like the the it's so funny like when he's talking about those two lanterns full of ornaments and he's like i finally found something that you don't i don't it's just there's jokes on jokes on jokes yeah and and then you also like there's no real like misunderstanding where she overhears or he overhears like half a conversation you know, we saw Ashley Williams do it where it's like, mm-hmm. I bought my plane ticket. I'm back to yeah. New York. And then she walks away in a half and he's like, because I'm moving here. You know, like, yeah, there's, yeah. None, there's none of that. Um, and you like see them like falling in love and like both excited about it. Mm-hmm. Pretty, you know, midway through as opposed to like a big declaration at the end and then they're married. I don't, it's just like really charming. I don't know. I, again, I can't like pinpoint what exactly it is that makes it so good but it was really good Mm -hmm. really good erica i think you'll love it because of the like midwest of it all like it feels 
incredibly Midwest. It takes place in Chicago, but she's from Iowa. And it is just like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was Christmas in the Midwest. Like she was talking about how she made um, salt dough. dough. I like Googled it. I'm like, I got to do that. I yeah. made like, and I would. Make I remember those I as had that in school. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd make yep. those, yep. and and it's also just like she is from Iowa, but moved to Chicago to like do this digital work, where it's obviously more de- in demand in a big city, and that is that in and of itself is so Midwest. Like if you are from like Erica and I are from Cleveland. Like if you're from Cleveland and you want some, and you want like a bigger city, you move to Chicago because it's still close enough to home, but also far enough away and a much bigger, like cosmopolitan experience. Yeah. If I didn't work in television, I probably would have moved to Chicago. Same. Yeah. Yeah. And it just made me so freaking happy. Like I just felt like I was at home for a few minutes. I'll check it out. And his wardrobe in this movie is also quite good. He's got this blue jacket with a blue scarf that is very dreamy. I don't know. <laughs> he looks very handsome. I mean, his He's a good sweaters. Looking man. Mm-hmm. He looks great in his sweaters. I'll say that. So no one watched Holly and Ivy. No, I can't do that. No. I will someday. It wasn't as bad as it wasn't as sad. I mean, it was sad, but it wasn't as sad. Like I was thinking it was going to be along the lines of like stepmom, you know, the movie stepmom, mm-hmm. because the plot is the same, this, basically. Yes, yeah. This woman, this woman moves into this house and her next door neighbor is a single mom with two girls, Holly and Ivy, and they end up becoming friends and she moved there. She has to fix up the house. It's old. She's a librarian and she just wanted a new start. And the mom has lymphoma. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is the mom has like no family nearby. And she wants her daughters to, you know, remain in this little town that they've grown up in. And so she ends up it's not even like she asked the other, the lead character offers because she was adopted herself. And so she didn't want those little girls to go into the system. So she puts that out there and they make a point to say that she's 25, I want to say. So, you know, the, the mom who had lymphoma was saying, you know, you have the rest of your life. This is something that you shouldn't take on. But she was, she felt so strong about it being a child of adoption that she, you know, put the offer out there. And so then what ends up happening is she has to get her house done in time because they're going to come check out to make sure the living arrangements are okay. So that's pretty much the plot of the movie. Um, But there was never like that moment with the mom saying goodbye to the kids, you know, what I was thinking. I was like, I can't handle that stuff. Um, But it it was cute. Um, There were times when I was watching it, I felt like I was watching... (laughs) like an after school special not <laughs> not the messages of an after school special but just remember how like the acting kind of was on an after school special like mm-hmm. slow and that's how it kind of felt to me at times um but i mean it was nice it was a it was a very touching story um and the lead guy he also has his own problem he wants to he's a carpenter and his dad 
is trying to pressure him to be, you know, a big city, you know, construction skyscraper, whatever. But all he wants to do is like build homes and furniture and whatever. So he's kind of having his own battle there, but no, it was cute. And I thought the little girls were cute and it, it's very touching, but I did not ball by any means. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's not like, oh man, this movie, it's not like the two movies you guys talked about. There was, you're not going to be, you know, laughing, <laughs> but <laughs> it was cute. I mean, it was a, a touching story and it makes me think like, you know, there are people out there that they don't have anyone to give their kids to. That's got to be hard. So mm. anyway, I'm not going to go there. I'll take them. Yeah, it was cute. It was very, it was very touching. It's good um, to hear. I'm glad there's not like a yeah. huge traumatic, like. No, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't do that. Yeah, like, I mean, does she, is she still alive at the end of the movie? The mom? No. Do you want me to tell you what happened at the end? Yeah, please. I need, so, to, be, I need to be prepared. So they, you know, it's right before Christmas. And so they have a moment where they fix up the house. Everything's great. And then they take a picture on the front steps of the new house with the mom, the daughter. Oh no, does she fade lady. away? No, 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 the leading lady <laughs> and the guy. And then it becomes like a one year later. And then it cuts to them in the courtroom and her legally adopting them. Um, and it's and it's sweet because she makes a, a, a point to say, you know, your mom has never forgotten. Um, she'll oh my always God. be a part of I'm us like tearing so up. much from her. I know. I mean, I it's, watch it's this movie for a it's while. It's sad. It's sad, but I was like, I just, I the scene that always gets me in stepmom is when Susan Sarandon brings the kids in and, you know, she gives the little boy the magic a cape. Or the cape. Oh my I God. I cry every time at that movie, but there was none of that here. I mean, yes, the mom was looking at her kids and she was saying things like, I just want my kids to be okay. You know, there's stuff like that. Um, but no, it was good. And she ends up becoming... She couldn't find a librarian job because the libraries are not hiring people. So she ends up um, having like making a bookmobile, which that becomes her dream job. And then of course the guy, like the father gives it the blessing, yada, yada, yada. Um, so if you're, if you're in the mood for like a slower pace touching story, then yes, go there. But if you, you know, want to be uplifted with, you know, jingle bells and dancing and singing and whatever, don't go there. <laughs> I forgot to mention, Erica. Yeah. In one royal holiday. <laughs> yeah. She meets the royals at a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> they like le- legit like say Dunkin' Donuts. No, they call it like they call oh, okay. it like Danny's Donuts, but it's like the same kind of logo. You'll know, like you see the exterior and you're like, yeah. Is it that thing? Is it a thing where like she doesn't know they're royal for like five seconds? Yeah, not the whole movie. Okay. It's also it's like, very funny. Like her reaction to finding out that they are royals is mm, really funny. I might log off in after this phone call. I, I'm just, I'm just saying you're okay. gonna love America. You're gonna love it. Okay. And the prince's like um, right hand man is hot, like <laughs> crazy hot, and he has a romance with her best friend, who is mm-hmm. also the mayor of the small town. She's black. It is adorbs and they 
like each other right away and they don't fight it for not one yeah. second. They are a oh, couple good. by about minute mm-hmm. 15. And they're, <laughs> they're delightful. Yeah. They're emotionally evolved. Well, the totally. other two are not. <laughs> totally. They're like, yeah, you know, it's going to be really hard to say goodbye at Christmas, but we've already booked our plane tickets for New Year's. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you've really thought this through. Get it. I have also watched most of the other Lifetime movie that aired this week. I'm sure there's one tonight too, but the one that aired on Saturday called um, A Welcome Home Christmas. It's the Jenna Kramer one. Oh, Jenna Kramer. oh, how's that one? That should have been our other. Oh. It should have yeah. been. Because it, I mean, I've, I, I still have 30 minutes left, but it's it's pretty good. I mean, there's a veteran in it. Uh-huh. it they're both, they're all veterans. It's like a billion veterans in this movie. And um she sings, they sing a duet and it's like real good. Um, and there's also a dog and there's all like, there's a meddling mom who's like desperate to win a hot chocolate contest. I don't know, it's, it's great. I highly recommend that. Speaking of singing. Yeah. I want to bring up something that I just thought of. How come we never saw Leanne Rhymes again? I know, where'd she go? It's like, she, do you think she didn't enjoy her, her experience two years ago? I did she know. just move on? Did she just, she, this wasn't for her? I don't know. Hallmark is changing, Leanne. Come back. Yeah. Wait, I mean, we never saw Mariah Carey again, did we either? Didn't oh, she do? Mimi. Well, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi is busy. Yeah. <laughs> True. But Leanne rhymes, like, maybe she just... I, I don't really, I don't follow her. So it's not like I know like, oh, it's because she's doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So I was just, I'm just curious. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, so what a week, another, guys. Another week in the books. Um, any more to look forward to? Next week, we've got Christmas in Vienna versus oh. the Christmas Doctor. Two, two Hallmark movies. Well, one Hallmark, one Hallmark movies and mysteries. Mm-hmm. So something to look forward to. And then the next week we have a Nashville Christmas Carol and the Christmas house. Yeah. That's a so big we week. have for the next two weeks, we have four, you know, very highly anticipated movies. Looking forward to it. Yay. Anyway, thank you for right. listening, everyone. You, See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.